Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we are going to discuss the energy shift that will occur as the nodes of fate change signs. We're going to have the North Node enter Aries and the South Node enter Libra during the month of July 2023, where they will stay for 18 months. So that means the nodes will be in Aries and Libra until January 2025. In Western tropical astrology, we call these the North Node and the South Nodes, but in Vedic astrology, they are referred to as Rahu, known as the head of the dragon, and Ketu, known as the tail of the dragon. So that's what we're referencing if you also follow along to Vedic astrology. Now, there are a few significant things that show up with this energy shift as the North Node moves from Taurus into Aries. I'm going to talk about that in just a moment, but I did want to start by sharing with you what the North Node and South Node represent in astrology. Now, first of all, they are also referred to as the Lunar Nodes, and they also show us where we will be experiencing eclipses as they are directly related to eclipse points. So that's why when the nodes change signs, the eclipses change signs as well because they are connected to these energies. The north node is connected to how we are growing, developing, and stretching ourselves, how we are embarking on some new energies to work with and master. The North Node represents where we are learning and developing in new ways, where we are understanding more of what we can aspire to, what we can integrate. There's also the energy here of support for where we're being guided to grow. And the North Node relates to what we would call destiny or fate even, where when the North Node connects to a personal planet in your chart, especially a personal planet, that signifies something opening up or being revealed. And the North Node is moving through your chart and bringing attention to various areas of your life, of your energy, of yourself as a way for the universe to say, focus on this, develop this, grow in this way. So the North Node is a guided beacon of growth and reveals new areas for us to work with. Now, the South Node, on the other hand, is where we are being supported in completing, letting go, what is done and complete. This is where the energy is expiring, where it can also be understood as something has served its purpose, you've learned from it, uh, perhaps it also connects to a comfort zone, and it's highlighting where you have a comfort zone or something that maybe feels really easy, it comes naturally to you. The south node can also be what we take for granted, what we don't have to work on or work through as deeply because it can feel very simple or very easy. Now I'm speaking in general terms here just to paint the picture that these nodes are showing us more about how we're ready to grow next while at the same time what we are releasing and removing that we no longer need in our lives, in our energies, or perhaps it just is no longer resonating. 
And with the south node, you could feel like some things are leaving and it doesn't feel like it's your choice. It could feel like it's unexpected. But when you understand how these nodes move throughout your chart specifically, then you can say, okay, I get it. This is over. This is done. Or I don't need this anymore. Or this is no longer worth my time, energy, and attention. It's going to be elevated. I'm going to be able to see this part of my life in a new way once I close out some chapters. So the South Node is about those endings and it also can be showing us how we deal with endings, how we allow things to be complete or to leave our life or whether we have a struggle with that, whether we're trying to latch on or keep something even when we have outgrown it. And both the North Node and South Node are always working concurrently with opposite points of your chart, opposite astrology signs. And in that way, they can also harmonize some new balance points, some new revelations and understandings around what your priorities are now and what your understanding is no longer necessary, no longer needed, no longer something you want to devote energy towards. So that's the general understanding of the North Node and the South Node. Now I'm going to apply it more specifically here to the North Node in Aries and the South Node in Libra. Now the nodes have not been in this configuration since 2004 to 2006. That's the last time we had the North Node in Aries and south node in Libra. And because the nodes work in about a 19 year cycle, it is something that ebbs and flows. It's usually between 18 to 19, maybe 20 years. You can look back on various parts of your life and really see how far you've come. And in Aries, Aries is about your sense of self. So this North Node in Aries is gonna bring a focal point to who are you now? How do you know yourself? What inspires you? The North Node in Aries is gonna support you in being more independent, developing your confidence, being able to stand on your own and trust yourself even more. It could also require that you dig deeper for more courage to do something your own way, to make sure that you're following what's really true for you at this time and honoring that, listening to that. Aries is a cardinal fire sign that is the initiator. It brings about beginnings, new starts, what is calling to you, what excites you, what is something that motivates you and you want to follow it forward. This north node in Aries is going to show you more of that. It's also going to give life to any planets or points you have in Aries. So by planets or points, I mean any astrological planets in Aries, as well as any points. And by points, that could be your midheaven, your ascendant, also your own north node or your own south node. The nodes bring in energy of that growth and what you're ready to step into. And so you could feel some sparks here in the Aries areas of your chart, especially those planets or points. They're going to be revved up and ready to go. Now, Aries is a fast moving energy, so it can get something started and then it possibly loses steam or you're no longer interested in it in the following week. So with the Aries energy, you do have to see what 
what is truly calling to you, what you want to move forward with, and also where you're going to do so in a way that will pay off, that will actually lead somewhere. Because that Aries energy can run all around and basically exhaust itself with nothing to show for it. So the North Node in Aries wants you to look at how you are truly understanding your own self-identity right now and to feel good about that, to feel confident, to feel strong. And I feel too like this North Node in Aries is going to deeply help us with any reprogramming around root chakra themes. And so this can be the primal instincts of Aries, which would be the fight or flight, where you could look back on times in your life when maybe you had that fight or flight instinct kick in. Maybe you were impatient. Maybe you were ready to go and then frustrated or angry. And what you can do now is learn from that. The North Node in Aries shows us what we're ready to learn to do in a new way, in a better way, how we're able to elevate and upgrade ourselves. And in Aries, this is really also about your own self-reflection, owning who you are, understanding how you've been showing up in the world as yourself, understanding what you're doing, what you're putting into place to lead a life that inspires you, that excites you, that you enjoy, and to give that to yourself where you're prioritizing your own needs and you're understanding that it is necessary at times to fill up your own cup first. And that is part of this energy cycle right now, where the focus being on the Aries energies means it comes back to you, comes back to who you are, what you want, what is essential to you, that also reminds you of what you want to do in your life, what matters to you. And so this is also where we take the previous energy of Taurus, which was about really looking at our values, our priorities, our finances, our creativity, how we have stabilized our lives. And we take those energies and apply them to the Aries energies now that say, okay, I'm clearer on what I value. I'm understanding more of what really has meaning to me in my life, what it means to live a good life. Now I'm going to make some new starts based on that understanding, based on what I've come to realize about what it means to live life on my own terms. And this is where it would be very beneficial to call all your energy back to you And I'm seeing this as a visualization into that root chakra that can be glowing and bright and healthy and just spinning and alive with fresh energy. And that's part of what the North Node in Aries is going to support us with is coming back into ourselves, really feeling strong in who you are, but also that stemming from a beautiful core confidence that is less about proving yourself or being competitive or having to be number one. Those would be some of the lower expressions of Aries that while they will have their place in certain environments, such as in athletics or various competitions, that energy is wonderful. But on a day-to-day basis, it's understanding you aren't in competition with anyone to live your best life. And you don't have to prove yourself 
to anyone. If this is what you believe, by the way, if this is something that resonates with you, and if so, what does it mean to you to live from that place, to live honestly and authentically, to live with a sense of this is who I am and that alone is enough. Part of the Aries energy elevates us away from competition, thinking that we have to one-up the other person or be the best on the block or always be number one. That's where our false sense of self ultimately gets into those relentless cycles of always proving itself. And I think of it as sugar, where it can be a sugar rush, but then it's a sugar crash and it's not really sustainable long-term. Whereas the healthy Aries energy just feels good in itself for being here, for being in this body, for being alive, ready to go, understanding that it's where all this beautiful energy can stem from in your life when you truly feel powerful in your sense of self. That's when you're ready to take a risk or do a new thing. That's when you're ready to trust yourself no matter what, because then you're basically saying, no matter what happens, I will figure this out. I will know what to do next. I will know the next best choice or decision. I will figure it out as I go because I have this powerful belief in myself to do so. The North Node in Aries is going to help us in further developing those qualities. And as I mentioned, if you have any planets in Aries, then this North Node is going to move across those planets at some point in the next 18 months and give that planet a burst of momentum an open door, something that shows up or comes through. This is why it's connected to destiny, which always sounds so romantic, especially when you think, oh, it's fated. Oh, it's meant to be. Well, sure, that is certainly the case with a number of things, but it comes down to your free will. It comes down to what are you choosing? What is correct for you now? What is best for you now? And when you're in that energy, the universe meets you there. And those are the doors that open as well. So the North Node in Aries is where there's going to be some new beginnings coming through. And you can find this in your chart by identifying where you have Aries energies, whether it's in one house, two houses, or three houses. Now the nodes move in reverse, so it starts at 29 degrees of Aries. Now, why am I smiling? Because that is where we just had the Aries solar eclipse on April 19th and 20th. That was a big initiation of energies. Well, here comes that north node, which goes over that eclipse point and opens up the next direction, the new inspirations, perhaps a very clear pathway even more. And this opening is going to occur during the second half of July, as that's when The North Node in Aries will move across that 29 degree point and it stays at each degree for about 10 days. Uh, Sometimes it's eight days, depends how fast it's moving. Also depends on which nodes you're watching. So let me insert a little bit of the technicality here about the North Node and the South Node. They are calculated 
in two manners. There is the true node and the true node is the energy of the north node as it moves retrograde and then direct retrograde and then direct. So for example, it will move retrograde for a number of days and then it moves direct for a few days. Then it moves retrograde again. That's one calculation and that's called the true node. The second calculation is called the mean node and that is where the nodes are calculated as always moving retrograde in a very smooth manner where they're not doing the back and forth dance that is part of the true node calculation. So keep in mind there are two ways the nodes are measured in terms of how they move and that's why I'm saying that they're going to move into Aries and Libra in the middle of July, specifically July 12th to July 18th, as that's when the nodes change from Taurus Scorpio to Aries Libra, and that's when they begin their journey at the end of Aries. So again, they start at 29 degrees of each astrological sign and then move retrograde back to zero. So the North Node in Aries is going to open up new opportunities, new directions, new adventures, new chapters that we haven't really connected with since 2004 to 2006. At the same time, that means the South Node will be in Libra. And Libra is the energy of sharing, partnerships, relating, how we experience and contribute to equal exchanges of giving and receiving. And with the south node there, it's about what we are ending, what we are releasing, what relationship habits are no longer correct for you. They're no longer healthy. They no longer feel good. They are no longer a part of how you want to co-create relationships and connections in your life. And this is where you could have some insights into what is out of balance, what is unhealthy, what is no longer satisfying. Are you an overgiver and you realize that you overgive in all your connections and then you feel resentment that you don't receive equally? Are you a people pleaser where you sacrifice yourself to the point of feeling you'll do a lot for somebody, but do they show up for you? Are you in certain connections or friendships or relationships that you've truly outgrown, but you've been afraid perhaps to end or step away from, or you didn't really think it was time, or you weren't ready, or you didn't know, you didn't know if you should move on or not. The South Node in Libra could make that clearer, and it does so by revealing to you what you have outgrown which can be beautiful confirmation of your path and how you have developed and grown, but also there can be parts of it that are sad where you're realizing this is no longer fulfilling, this doesn't work for me, I want to do this differently or I'm ready for connections that show up differently or are better for me. Now, this doesn't mean that every relationship in your life will end. Rather, that south node in Libra is going to highlight what is out of balance. And that could be something to just stay aware of, especially if you were to visualize it as a seesaw. Uh, where you're noticing, okay, there's a lot of energy on this side, but there isn't so much on that side. Maybe you're seeing where you don't have much in common anymore with people. And that's a very 
big theme, especially on a spiritual journey, because you start to understand who's done their work or who's interested in that and who's not. And there can only be so far we go with others when we're not on the same page in terms of our growth trajectory. If there has been any type of codependency, that will become apparent. This energy also brings up big relationship decisions that are essentially the energy speaking to you, where if there is a particular dynamic that has been on your mind or something in your life, be it with a coworker, a friend, a sibling, a lover, a partner, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, whatever it might be, this will be the time to actually make those relationships stronger if both people are on the same page because that south node is going to be encouraging and working with all of us collectively to understand what we have outgrown and is no longer needed. So this could be where you have some really good discussions and conversations around those patterns or anything that's not working in a relationship. So know that this can be very beneficial. Again, not every relationship is meant to end, rather we're raising the bar. And with the North Node in Aries, it's based on who you are now. So if you've really been doing some core inner work, you've been healing, you've been working through some big things in your life, that changes you in very deep ways. And then that changes how you show up in those connections, how you show up in relationships, as well as what you need. So I feel like there could even be some powerful conversations around, this is what I need now. This is what I've come to understand about who I am and what matters to me. And so this is what I'm requiring from myself and my life. And that will also pertain to all the relationships in my life as well. So for example, you could realize that you have some new passions or new ways that you want to live your life that really matter to you that you don't want to compromise. In fact, you can't compromise. This is your core truth and this is a way that you want to live your life going forward. And so then you'll need connections, friendships, and relations that support that part of you as well as understanding that some people may just fall away. Some people might not be able to join you in that, might not be on the same path or share the same values. And yet you're meant to trust it in yourself. Because I also feel like this is where new connections can come forward that are on the same page, that are of the same frequency and have the same desires to learn and grow going forward. Now that Libra energy can get very comfortable in certain dynamics. And it is a cardinal air sign that is a good communicator. And this is where you could feel ready to initiate certain discussion points or conversation topics that have been on your mind. You could say, okay, I'm ready to see this more objectively, especially if there's some tricky things to discuss, which comes up in almost any relationship with any other person on the planet, simply because they're not you. So they're going to be different. Every single one of us is different from everybody else. So we always have these things that we want to improve or manage or we want to find a new synergy, a new connection point. And this could be the time that you feel ready to dive into those discussions or those topics. Libra is able to see things from both sides and that is a strength. But with Libra, 
because it's a good negotiator, you don't want to negotiate away your needs. You don't want to negotiate away what you need for the sake of the relationship or because you think somebody else's needs are more important or that you've always played the role or thought you had to give up what you need in some capacity to make a situation stronger or to improve a relationship. So this is just, of course, a few ideas, a few things that could come up with the South Node in Libra, but we're basically looking at well, what do I need and require in healthy relationships and what is not working? What is not at that level? And so what can I do within me to perhaps initiate that conversation or discuss it, which is what mature adults do. I was just talking with a friend of mine the other day about how one of the hardest things about being a mature adult is that you have to discuss things that are hard when you know it's going to hurt someone's feelings or you know you're going to disappoint someone or you understand that I don't know how they're going to receive this, but I'm going to do it from a place of integrity, maturity, responsibility, as well as respect for who they are, respect for their needs, and also respect for our differences. So this could be a time too where you're ready to have some of those trickier adult conversations simply because you're ready, you're feeling like the energy supports it, and it's necessary to address things head on at times. And that's what the North Node in Aries is going to help with is being direct, being clear, being able to face something, even if that's facing a fear or standing up for yourself, standing up for what you need, standing up in a way that is strong and clear and about being in your own corner, but not about starting a war. So that's another thing with the Aries energy where sometimes that Aries energy goes into that instinctual fight. Like I have to fight for my needs. I have to fight for my values. I have to fight to be seen. And that would be more of the childish Aries energies that could have originated in childhood. But the more mature developed Aries says, I can stand here, be strong in my needs, communicate them with kindness, and clarity. And that's all I have to do. I don't have to pull out the sword. I don't have to create some kind of volatile environment. Instead, I can be very clear and settled, especially settled in the nervous system, settled in that fight or flight instinct, very calm and clear in your power stemming from your power to say, this is who I am. And I think that's part of what this energy is going to bring about, a resurgence of understanding of who you are now on your journey and how you're showing up based on that energy. And so these themes really begin the middle of July 2023, and they last until January 2025. Now, when the nodes move into this Aries-Libra polarity axis, they're actually going to be squaring Pluto in Capricorn. And this brings about an intensity because the square is occurring with Pluto in the final degrees of Capricorn, and that makes it also a cardinal sign. And so you have Pluto retrograde 
in Capricorn, squaring the North Node and the South Node in Aries and Libra, also cardinal signs. And the Pluto square is about evolutionary shift that's uncomfortable. Something is pressuring, is pushing, is requiring you to close out karma, to end something permanently, to make a commitment to be complete with a part of your journey. This can also be some turning points at a soul level where this is a lifetime that you are understanding some of your own karma and your own habits, especially in relation to Aries and Libra themes. And here comes this square from Pluto in Capricorn that wants you to understand your own authority, to look at your own mastery, to integrate that, to make sure that you're really honoring who you are from that place of full empowerment And this is where there are also these permanent karmic closings, like timelines are ending, especially July 2023 to November 2023. And it's applying some kind of discomfort. This energy brings up angst. It is unsettling. You could feel like you're struggling with something. You could feel really mad because that Pluto energy will dig deep. It's intense. It goes into where we're feeling things at a very, very deep level. Perhaps we don't even understand how deep it is. And yet that's the very message you're meant to hear and listen to. So I feel like when these nodes are squaring Pluto and Capricorn, we're making some permanent changes into new parts of ourselves that we're birthing. And we're birthing it because of how that Pluto is applying pressure to the North Node in Aries, which says that you are in a renewal state of understanding who you are. And that means you'll have to leave some parts of your life, some parts of your energy and some relationships behind because they aren't going to be able to carry that frequency. They aren't going to be able to sustain it. And this also feels like something you have to do alone because Capricorn and Aries are both leadership energies. They go their own way. They have different ways of doing so where that Aries energy will just set off impulsively on a new direction, make moves, go for it, and basically leap before thinking. Whereas the Capricorn energies are more methodical and practical and assess what is in place and what will work for the long term and where is this going. There's more strategy with Capricorn. So when we have this push of energies between especially Aries and Capricorn, there's something you've got to trust in yourself to do it on your own, to trust your own guidance system. And it's probably like it's squeezing you. It's applying this intense pressure and you could feel it. You can really feel like, wow, this is basically shedding some big things that I've been holding or carrying, I'm releasing, I'm learning, I'm healing, I'm growing, but it's not easy. In fact, transformation and evolution can be quite painful and even feel like you're dying. Uh, I mean that 
figuratively more so than literally, but it is something that needs to die so that a new can be birthed. So there is an intensity here as the nodes first enter Aries and Libra. Now then when we look at this Capricorn energy applying a square to the south node in Libra, this is where you could really be understanding some things in your relationships in a whole new way, especially where you gave away your power, where you weren't connected to your own needs, where you were in various situations or connections for one reason, but it wasn't what you really needed. There could also be a sense here of understanding where you're never going back to. You're never going to participate in some kind of dynamic. You're never going to show up in a relationship in a certain way. It's like you're making some new promises to yourself based on these core discoveries. You're realizing, wow, that's really who I was, but I wasn't in my power. I wasn't standing strong in my authority over my own energy. I wasn't really in tune with what I'm in tune with now. And so this is where there's also a karmic push for certain connections to be over because of the energetics. And this is where it gets tricky because it could feel personal. It could feel like you're having to make a choice. But really in the higher realms, the energy is what decides. Meaning if the energy matches, then things move forward. But if there's an energetic mismatch, if it's not lining up, the energy is going to keep speaking to you and it's going to get louder and louder and more uncomfortable. And you have to be aware of it because you can find yourself avoiding it, sort of like avoiding getting back to somebody or avoiding having a conversation or a discussion because you know that it makes you uncomfortable or you know this isn't something that you want to put more energy into and that it's not meant to go forward. And there also could be a sense of something not being fair. Like this isn't fair. This doesn't feel just. This doesn't feel like it's really in balance or serving me. But there could be something here that you just have to let go of all of it. Like if you're in a situation that you've been wanting it to improve or get better and you're like, okay, I know they're going to do better. I know they're going to do their work or I know they're going to show up differently, but they never do and they never change or they never grow then right there, that's the energy giving you the truth because energy doesn't lie. Energy is very direct and clear, but we can make up stories. We can have various things that we are creating in our head or things that we are focused on. We can have our expectations and so on and so forth. But this energy of Pluto in Capricorn squaring that south node in Libra means that some things are just going to be complete, even if they don't feel fair in this lifetime, even if you feel like it's out of balance, it's about letting it go. This can be being the bigger person. It's like, okay, I'm just going to gather together all my bits and baubles and move on with my life. And that's all I can do. So this is where... Again, it's uncomfortable, this Pluto square, but it's also supporting us in a new start. And that's part of what the cardinal energies do is they want us to initiate something. They want us to get going in a new direction or on a new path. But before that can really happen, we have to deal with this Pluto energy that will bring us into discomforts. It will also bring us into our fears. 
The fears of being alone, the fears of never finding anyone, the fears of maybe never having a partner or not feeling like you've ever had the partner you wanted. Maybe it's a fear of being more independent where you're afraid to do something on your own. You're afraid to bust through those blocks and elevate something in yourself or something in your life. The Pluto square brings up a very deep, intense energy for us to work with and understand so that it no longer has a hold on us. It's no longer controlling us or that we have the perception of being controlled in some way. And that's how our fears can operate, right? It's almost like we can have these unconscious fears operating behind the curtain and we don't really understand what's going on until we bring them into the light and look at them with honesty and with fresh eyes. So that Pluto square is really going to be felt, especially again, July to November 2023. Now, the other thing I do want to highlight about this switch from the North Node in Taurus moving into Aries, as well as the South Node in Scorpio moving into Libra, is that we actually have a switch in the ruling planets. And this is the only set of astrological signs that does that. Let me explain. So with the North Node in Taurus, which we've had since late 2021, the ruling planet was Venus because Venus rules Taurus. And then the South Node in Scorpio is ruled by Mars. Well, now it's going to switch where with the North Node in Aries, that's ruled by Mars. And the South Node in Libra will now be ruled by Venus. So we have had North Node in Taurus being led by Venus, which we could say is divine feminine energy. She's been leading that North Node. Now she moves to the South Node and she's going to be in the South Node energy because she rules Libra. And Mars is now the leading energy of the North Node, where previously he was in the South Node. So there is a switch here in who is leading and the switch is from divine feminine energies of Venus to divine masculine energies of Mars. So this means that we've been doing intentional work with that North Node in Venus, really understanding more about what that means for us individually, honoring her, allowing her to guide us, working with our divine feminine energies more fully and more intentionally. Now we will work with our divine masculine energies more fully and more intensely as we have this Mars energy directing us forward and looking at how we are taking charge of our lives now. How are you leading your own existence? How are you really trusting who you are, what you desire, what you want, going for it, taking a risk, doing something just because it feels so true to you? Now, this divine masculine energy is going to be leading and that divine feminine energy of Venus is going to be doing her removal work. She's going to be letting go. She's going to be lightening up and perhaps she's lightening up some things that she didn't understand she was carrying. She didn't see it in a certain way, but she's going to have some new eyes here with her journey through the south node. So the switch in ruling planets is interesting because it's 
basically swapping positions. And again, as I said, these are the only astrological polarity signs that do so. So now we're calling forth more of our own divine masculine energies to be in charge, to take us forward, to develop and grow, especially in a mature manner, especially in understanding what is worth going after, what is worth initiating, what is truly calling to you and allowing that to be something you trust and you put energy towards. So I mentioned how planets in Aries are going to be receiving new bursts of life. They're going to be initiating and ready to go, moving into new territory in your life. So that means that any planets or points in Libra are going to also be reprogrammed. They're going to be more reflective, questioning, internal. This is where those planets in Libra might need more time to think things through, to understand, is this true for me still? Do I want this in my life? Is this still something that lifts me up and brings me joy? So there's going to be more questions in the energies of Libra, more to consider and ponder so that you can be very intentional in the decisions you're making, as well as in understanding what is best for you at this time. So those are some of the basics of what will energetically shift as the nodes of fate move into this new astrological axis and also understanding how it relates as well to areas of your life that maybe you haven't fully seen or touched since 2004 to 2006. Now there's going to be new life, new opportunities, new things opening up that really only occur once every 19 years. Now I have some videos for you on YouTube discussing more about the North Node and the South Node, especially if you have the opposite pair. So if you have your North Node in Libra, and your south node in Aries, then this is going to be what's called a lunar reversal for you, where you're going to be clearing out even more. There's even more life turning points that show up, more things that change over, more understanding of what is not best on your path, what you have learned, how you've learned it, where it's served you, as well as what hasn't served you and what you're clearing out. So that's called the lunar reversal. I have a video for you on YouTube discussing that even more. Now you might also have what's called a nodal return. And my apologies, I just realized I said lunar reversal. I meant nodal reversal in that previous section. A nodal reversal is when you would have north node in Libra, south node in Aries. You could also have what's called a nodal return, which is where in your natal chart, your north node is in Aries and your south node is in Libra. And this again only happens once every 19 years. And it's important to be aware of and to look at in your chart because it's going to highlight for you when the universe is opening up doorways and opportunities and directions to move. So this is where you would identify which degree point you have your nodes at. So let's say you have your north node at 17 degrees of Aries. You would want to reference an ephemeris and it will show you when the north node is then at 17 degrees of Aries. And again, that can last for about a week or a week and a half. 
In which case that would be the week and a half to be aware of what is being presented to you, what's showing up, what opportunities are coming through and how the universe is supporting you in declaring yes to next steps. So if you are having a nodal return or or a nodal reversal, you want to identify when that's happening because you want to know when that energy is very active and alive for you. And you can do so by looking at an ephemeris. And for those who are brand new to astrology, an ephemeris is how we track and follow where the planets are moving every day of the year. And you can get a free ephemeris at astro.com. You can simply Google it and it will show you how the planets are moving, at what pace, where they are each day of the year. And then you can also determine when that exact nodal return or nodal reversal occurs for you. So I hope that is a helpful tip in how to sync up with these energies more personally, especially if you have a south node, north node in Aries and Libra. So we will keep discussing this topic in my weekly Wednesday podcast where I go through the main energies of the week and we will look at what is going on with the nodes, if they are being activated or how they're showing up. And that is another way as well to understand how the universe is directing you forward. And that would be my final thought to leave you with is that the North Node is essentially your true north compass and it's a navigational beacon to follow and trust especially for the 18 months that it's in each astrological sign and so as we move into the territory of Aries this is where you could feel ready for new beginnings fresh starts you could be ready to go for it to do something new to do it different to take a risk as well as really honor more about who you are at this point in your journey. So as always, thank you so much for joining me in this podcast. I'll be back every Wednesday and Monday with a new episode. You can find out more about my latest astrology courses and offerings at mollymccord.online. That's where you'll find a ton of astrology classes from beginner to advanced so you can keep developing your own astrological expertise on your own terms. Thank you so much for joining me for today's show. It's truly a joy to connect with you, and I look forward to connecting with you again every Wednesday and Monday. Wishing you a beautiful day ahead, and I'll see you soon.